0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour, bonsoir, good evening, it's Simon Marcel. Before I get to your questions, I have a story for you. And think if you agree with me. I was in Long Island but uh, for my little vacation with my cousin Nicholas and other friends. Had a wonderful time there. And um, one day I went to the grocery store uh, to buy some eggs for my morning eggs and so on. And uh, this young lady come up to me, and, and she listens to the show there on Baz. It's the station there. And she said, "Ah, oh, Simon, you know, uh, you know, I'm with my boyfriend for now three years. He wants to get married. My parents want me to marry him. I don't feel like marrying him, but I love him. And I said to her quickly, I said, what, what what's wrong? She said, I just, I like him. I don't know if I'm in love with him. Do you think I should go forward? Guess what I said? Nope, you shouldn't. If you don't feel like it, no matter what the rest of the world says, don't get married. It's okay to say no. So protect yourself first and be honest to yourself. And you call that next on the rendezvous 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Athena, bonjour.
2: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Athena. Welcome to The Rendezvous. What's going on?
2: Well, I just started seeing a guy, and usually we speak every day, but I didn't hear from him yesterday. And I don't know if I'm just getting in my head and worried about it, but I was just curious to know if you think that is a red flag. Do you think that we should be talking every day, or is it okay if we
1: don't talk every day? So give me a little bit more background. So this guy, you've been seeing him for how long?
2: Only a month, a month and a half, not that long but for overall we usually talk every day and uh-huh. we get when we're together we get along really great the conversation is amazing and everything seems to be going really well i just you know i like to talk to the person every day it's not that he ignored me or anything it's just that he didn't reach out to me yesterday
1: so and and to be clear when you say talk it's not texting it's actually talking on the phone
2: no texting texting
1: Oh, texting every day. Okay, that's different. All right. So you usually text every day, and he st- and he didn't text you yesterday? Yeah. Okay. And then today, has he texted you today?
2: I heard from him this morning, and he said good morning. I just didn't hear from him yesterday.
1: So, okay. So, uh, But you guys are not exclusive, right? Or are you already exclusive?
2: No, we're not exclusive. Not yet. We haven't had that conversation.
1: Okay. Well, the thing is, until you've had the conversation, you can't really ask him what's up because... Uh, as you know, the rule is of the land, uh, until we're exclusive, everybody can date other people and all this. So, it's not a red flag. It's just maybe, you know, you guys at such an early time in the relationship, maybe he went out with his friends. Maybe, you know, he even went out maybe with a lady. Who knows? I don't think you should ask him what happened. I think you should let it be. If it happens again and again and again, then you know he's not that into you. If it was just once in a great while, it's okay. And then... okay. When you want to be exclusive, don't be shy. Tell him, I'm ready to be exclusive with you. Are you ready to be exclusive with me? Okay, Athena? Yeah, I think that's
2: good. Thank you so much.
1: All right, Athena. Relax and have a good night. Thank you. You too. Oh, I got a juicy question in this email. Somebody, I think, crossed the line with her boyfriend and now doesn't know what to do. (laughs) That's coming up next. You have a question for me, but you can't call me. You can always email me your question at therendezvousshow.com. Jill, what happened with Erica and her boyfriend?
0: Erica says, bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Erica.
0: My boyfriend is mad at me because we were at a party and I sat on my guy friend's lap. It was completely harmless. There was just nowhere to sit. So I sat on his lap. But my boyfriend got so upset that he left the party and he isn't talking to me right now. I feel like he's being controlling, and he's upset over nothing. Am I wrong?
1: Erica? are you wrong to sit on somebody else's lap than your boyfriend's lap at a party? I'm going to answer your question next, so stay with me. So let me ask you this question, especially if you're a guy. How would you feel if you saw your girlfriend sitting on somebody else's lap at a party? Completely armless, says Erica. She just There was no other, nowhere to sit, and she ended up sitting on the lap of uh, one of her guy's friends. But her boyfriend is now mad at her, and uh, he's not talking to her at all. So Erica, want to know, was I wrong to sit on my friend's lap uh, at this uh, party? Erica, you are wrong. You should be sitting on your boyfriend's lap, not on a friend's lap. But this is not the end of the world either. So this is what I would do. I would just text my boyfriend, hey, listen, I realize I made a little mistake. It was not against you. And I would love to speak to you soon and get together. You don't have to say more because this is not a huge mistake. Uh, It's just something that I don't think you should do. But uh, if I was your boyfriend, I would get over it quickly once you said I'm sorry. So uh, we all learn from each other. Just don't do this again. All right. Now you know. You call that next 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Victoria, bonjour. What's going on?
0: Bonjour, Simon. Um, I'm in a committed relationship now for like eight years, and I was just wondering if you think that it is okay for my boyfriend to have a lock code on his phone. Because I do not have one on my phone, and he's allowed to go through my phone anytime he wants to, and he still has a four-digit code on his.
1: I see. So what does he say to you, Victoria? When you ask him why do you still have a password on your cell phone?
0: He tells me that it's in case he loses his phone. Like that way people can't get into it and it can't be like jailbroken or whatever. But I don't believe that. Like I think it's just because he doesn't want me going into it.
1: Okay. Let's see if your intuition agrees with that. So in your intuition, do you believe that your boyfriend is either texting or Having relationships with other women,
0: possibly if he's not going to let me look through his phone.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen any behaviors of such kind? Have you have you seen any signs? Have you seen that he's like hiding everything? Like he's texting he and he's hiding his phone. Always from- has his
0: phone face down. Like if he's not on his phone and his phone is like just on the table, it's always face down. So okay. when it mm-hmm. when he when he gets a phone call, when he gets a text message, you can't see it.
1: I see. That's not a good sign indeed. Okay. I got a solution for you. I think it's a good compromise. How about you go to him and you say, listen, uh, I've been worried. My intuition is giving me some red flags and signals that, you know, I would like to, uh, in front of you, look into your phone. But I'm not going to do it behind your back. I'm not going to snoop. I'm not going to ask you for your password. But if you have nothing to hide, right here, right now, open the password from your phone. And together we go through whatever I want. And I think it's a great test because if he says no, Houston, we have a problem. And if he says yes, you don't even have to go through the phone. You say, okay, then it's all good. So the yes, right. the yes will be the, the green light that everything is cool. The no right. will be the, the red light that we have a problem. Cool. Good luck to you, Victoria. My fingers are crossed. He says yes, and you can move on.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome, and have a good night.
0: Thanks, Simon.
1: Here's a great question right there. Should you have passwords when you're in a committed relationship on your cell phone? Yes or no? We'll talk about that next. Question for you. Once you're in an exclusive relationship and really trust each other, do you think it's okay to keep your password on your cell phone or not? I think it's cool. If we agree to the rule of, if I have a doubt, you're going to show what's in your phone to your partner. But I'm also on the safe zone. I think that if we lose your phone, it's better you have a password because otherwise, a lot other of people can take advantage of you. What also that implies, if we keep the passwords, there's another rule, which is no snooping. Yeah, you heard me. No snooping. No snooping. Let's talk about what I mean by the no snooping rule next. If you're listening to the rendezvous now, in your mind, or out loud in your car, wherever you are, answer that question. Have you ever snooped on your partner's phone, computers, or iPad? Have you? I have not, because I have a no snooping rule policy for me and for my partner. Because without trust, there is no relationships. And snooping is stealing. The cops need a warrant to get to somebody's house. You need permission to get into somebody's cell phone. Even your husband or wife. If they have a password, they should open their phone in front of you. Don't ever snoop on somebody. Snooping is stealing. For me, it's like a moral crime. Anyway, so that's my rule. And I think it's a rule that shows respect and trust. No snooping on anybody's phone now if you want to call me you don't need to snoop to find the number 855-905-8255 i'm here for you 855-905-8255 winter bonjour
3: bonjour simon
1: bonjour winter i want to hear the love story about your grandparents what is it
3: when i was little my grandfather was very sick toward the end of his life, and the only thing he ever wanted to eat was scrambled eggs. And my grandmother made him scrambled eggs every time he would ask for them. And I remember very vividly one day my aunt getting angry about it Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. and
3: being like, I can't believe all he'll eat is scrambled eggs, and she just keeps cooking them for him. And even though I was young, I remember thinking it's because she loves him, like— That It doesn't matter to her that all he wants is scrambled eggs. She's just happy to be able to cook them for him. And I told my husband that story when we were dating because it was Mm -hmm. such a profound example of, like, the love stories from from my life. Mm -hmm. And on our wedding day, when he put um, my ring on my finger, the first thing he showed me was the inside. Uh, He had had engraved scrambled eggs forever. Oh. And that was just, it was the absolute perfect oh. thing to do for me, because it let me know that that love that I had looked up to my whole life was what he wanted us to have. And
1: uh, listen, I love that. This is a very touching yeah. story, and I think your husband is a, a very loving man. Um, and yeah, I I agree. <laughs> Now, Winter, I got to tell you, I love scrambled eggs, but I'll never forget that story. And every time I'm going to eat my scrambled eggs on Sunday at brunch, I swear, I'm going to think about your grandparents and you and the ring you wear, scrambled eggs. Who would have ever known scrambled eggs would be associated to such a great love story? Oh, man, this is good. Thank you so much for sharing that story, Winter, and congratulations to you and your husband.
3: Thank you so much,
1: Simon. You know what I just realized? When it comes to wedding rings... It's not so much about the size. It's about what it means to you. So let's talk about that next. Question for you. When it comes to your wedding ring, what would you like to be the message inside the ring? What would you like it to be? Because I'm really touched by the story of Winter. who just said, you know. Referring to her grandparents, her husband gave her the wedding ring and in the ring itself, it said, "Scramble eggs, because that's what her grandfather had to eat at the end of his life, given by his wonderful wife. Eternal love, paying attention. I think that, and probably you would agree with me, that what we engrave in the wedding ring is as important, or even maybe more important, than the size of the stone on it. I'm going to share with you what I would write on the band of the wedding ring if I was to get married. That's next. If you're not married yet, or even if you are, what is the message, the words, you would like to see inside the band of your wedding ring? I haven't had the chance yet to give it to somebody, but if I do get married one day, and please, you can't tell that to anyone because it's supposed to be a surprise, but we'll just keep it between us tonight. So, I would write this in French, just those words. Je t'aime toujours, meaning I love you always. It may be corny, it may be simple, but that's the symbolism for me of marriage. I love you forever. Je t'aime toujours. That's what I would write, I think, on the band. Maybe I would add the date. No, no dates actually, just the message. And you call the next, 855-905-8255. Simon, Marcel, bonsoir. You have a question? You call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Ryan.
2: Bonjour, Simon.
1: What is going on?
2: Um, I'm in the. All right, so I have a friend, and uh, this female friend, and uh, we're friends, but we recently hooked up doing a party, and now I have feelings for her, but I don't know if she has feelings for me like that, and I want to approach it and take it to the next level, and I don't know how, you know, without looking like an,
1: you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I understand. Okay, uh, right. We did
2: ooh-la-la, we did ooh sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I understand. So, uh, a couple questions. Just tell me honestly, how much do you like her?
2: I like her as a friend, but then, you know, after the ooh la <laughs> I, I don't know, I, I just, I just, it's more emotional now, you know, I just feel S- more so, I feel weird around her, you know, and I don't know how to like, I think she still sees me as a friend, but I don't know how to.
1: Okay. So, to, that. okay. So, so my point is you like her romantically now. Mm-hmm. You would like her to be your girlfriend. Right. Okay. So to get out of the friend zone, once you've been friends, there's a very simple way, especially you already had ooh, you say, instead of, um, going for coffee or lunch, you're going to ask her out on a date. Say, I would love to take you out on a date for dinner. I want you to say it out loud, because that's the only message that is not confusing and gets you out of the friend zone. And if she says, yes, I'd love it, then you guys are gonna start dating. If she says, no, I can't do that, then you know she doesn't wanna be more than friends, and you're gonna either decide, I'll stay friend with her and forget the ooh and the romance for now, or it's just too much and I can't be friends anymore. But the way out of friend zone is to be 100% honest, I would love to take you on a dinner date this weekend, okay? That sentence sets the mood for romance because everybody in the world knows that a dinner date is romantic. Right. Okay? Yeah. All right, Ryan. So good luck to you. Do that. Say that sentence. And I keep my fingers crossed. She'll say yes. I'd love it. And you guys are good to go. Right. I will. Thank you. Anytime. Have a good night, Ryan. And to finish the show tonight, I have this last question for you. How did you feel about your engagement ring when your fiancé proposed? You want to know the results of this poll? Stay with me. Last question of the night about engagement ring because I'm always intrigued by that. So here's the question for you. How did you feel about your engagement ring when your fiancé proposed to you? Interesting. Here's the result on my social media poll at Rendezvous Radio. 46% of you said, I loved it. (laughs) but also 46% of you said, I liked it, and 8% said, I hated it. Man, oh, man, we got to do better when it comes to the engagement ring. We got to ask around. It should be 100%. I loved it. So us guys, we got to do better. On that note, you have a good night, and thanks a million for listening to The Rendezvous tonight. Thank you so much. Bonsoir.
0: The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.